0: on Local Now, Channel 525. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills Jr. of Agave MC Ministries of Elliterary, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. Not my word, not the speaker's word, but in the word of the living God. What did God say? My confidence is in God's word. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part seven of Rewards of Kingdom Citizenship. According to Second Corinthians, the 5th chapter, verse 7, it says we walk by faith. We live by faith. Amen. And not by sight. In other words, not by the senses. I've given you all this uh, last week or whatever. I want to give it to you again. We always have new people who are peeping in. or we have We have some who are visiting here today with us. And so I want to want to uh, get this to you because I believe that if you take this to heart, your life will never be the same again. I expect that when I teach you something, every time I come in, your life will never be the same after you've heard what I've said to you. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? And so we walk by faith and not by sight. So our part of that faith deal or understanding what our part is, is that we have to act on the word of God. If we ought to walk by faith, that means we're acting on the word of God with a degree of confidence that is in us. Now, this is what I've given you all before. Faith is action based upon what we believe. If you don't hear anything, you can't believe anything. You got to hear something. You got to receive it. And after you receive it, then you believe what you receive. Amen. And then you begin to put it into practice. Amen. So action based upon belief sustained by confidence in God's word. I have confidence in God, not my word, not the speaker's word, but in the word of the living God. What did God say? My confidence is in God's word and his promise to perform it and his promise to perform it. Amen. Amen. Now we understand that through faith and patience, we will inherit the promise of God. So it may not come overnight. The word patience also you can translate endurance. Jesus said in this life, you're going to have some trouble. Amen. But you've got to learn how to endure. amen you've got to learn how to endure we're looking at the benefits of being a kingdom citizen amen Amen. and I want you to go with me to um, Philippians 419 Philippians 419 now we've in the past, we've, you know, everybody wants to quote this. Everybody wants to take possession of this particular scripture without doing what they did for this scripture to apply. Or without doing what needs to be done in order for this scripture to apply. Are you with me? Philip y'all down. Yeah. Okay, Philippians four nineteen says, "And my God, who will do this? My God. my God. The Apostle Paul was talking about His God. His God is is my God. I don't know whether He's your God, but He's my God. Amen. Yeah. And my God shall do what? Supply, Supply what? Last week, we were looking at Psalm 23 and verse 1, right? The Lord is what? And what? And I shall not want. Amen. So he says here, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I want to look at this in several other translations, and we'll look at the NLT, and it says, uh, let me get to, I don't know how this thing jumps sometimes, but anyway, and it says, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches. So when you, when you pay tithes, give offerings, where do you think your supply is coming from? Come on, now you got to give me a little bit more than that because that that, it did not say just God right there. It says, "From His glorious riches." From His glorious riches. Some people come to church and they expect for the church to do for them. Not understanding that when you come to church and you pay tithes and give offerings, that's your door into the riches of God. Amen. Amen. Now you have a right to state your case based on Philippians 4.19. Because if your needs are not supplied, you don't look to the church or you don't look to the congregation that you, you look to God. Now if God wants the church to supply your need, he'll, he'll use the church and say, I want you to give them whatever. But you're going to get it from, you're going to, you're going to go to God. And most people, we were talking about this in our financial workshop yesterday. <laughs> All y'all should have been there. Amen. <laughs> Nobody said nothing. <laughs> you know, people around here getting rich while some of y'all just sitting at home on, 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 on Saturday morning and don't even know what's going on. We got people paying off houses and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, y'all y'all sitting at home. God is doing something. When the doors open up for the things that are offered to you, you need to be there. I was telling them yesterday, say all the stuff that we talk about doing and everything, the first thing that you need to do is acknowledge God. We got a lot of, you know, we we read read a lot of books And people tell you a lot of things and they will tell you how to do this, how to do that, if you follow this, if you follow that. And most of them don't tell you that the first thing that you need to do is acknowledge God in all your ways so that he can direct your path instead of the book or the author of the book trying to direct your path. And God has already told us that in everything we do, first thing that you do is acknowledge him so that he can direct your path. Amen. Are you with me? So we have here the apostle Paul talking to the Philippians and he's letting them know that because of of them giving to him, let me me back this up just a little bit because I'm going to back it up I'm going to read beginning with verse 10. It says, now, I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know, I, I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. He didn't give him a chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Some of us need to do that. talking to him yesterday about two kinds of debt. One is emotional debt and the other is planned debt. (laughs) Emotional debt is when you just, when you just go into the store, you wasn't really going there for anything, but all of a sudden you saw something and you started buying or you rode by something. "Mm," And the devil told you you needed it. And you just start buying. People go to the grocery store don't, and don't go to the grocery store with a list. I think I need this. I think I need... You, you haven't even looked in the cabinet and know what you need, but you just start buying. Emotional debt. We were, t- we were talking about that yesterday. The different kinds of debts. Emotional debt or plan debt. Planned debt... Helps you with your net worth. Emotional debt puts you in bondage. Anyway, yeah. Okay, that's a teaching that I taught uh, almost ten years ago, and I just pulled it out on them. Then <laughs> <laughs> just and it was just part of it. It was just a little segment of it. That's all. But anyway, here he says. I've learned how to be content in whatever state I'm in. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Notice what Paul says uh, in this translation. He says, now, I've learned the secret of living. I've learned, remember, was that Wednesday or last week when we were talking about why Jesus came? He came that you may have life and have life in abundance. There's a secret to living. Y'all might think that you're living, but are you really living? Because God said, God said before you met Jesus or before Jesus became the Lord of your life, you were dead. Right? Right? So there's a secret to living. Even after you make Jesus the Lord of your life, there is still this understanding of how to live. And and Paul is saying right here, he said, man, hey, I learned the secret of living in every situation. Whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. See, that's what I was trying to talk to the, tell the praise team about, you know, you know there's, there's a, there's a secret way of, 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 you know, singing, you know, if y'all had have been with me earlier, Sylvester was, but if the rest of y'all had have been with me earlier when we first got started over in the, over in the hotel. Well, we didn't stop singing for at least about forty, forty-five minutes. Y'all only sang about a half an hour, so y'all still got, you know, ten minutes left over. You understand? <laughs> y'all still got a good ten minutes, you know, to go. <laughs> but we were, we were, we were drawing on the spirit of the living God on the inside. You know what? When you're not so sophisticated and think that you know so much and you just, you just, I'm going to let God do whatever. Man, you'd be surprised at what you can do when you don't think that you know so much. And you're just going to let God you know, we have this saying, you know, let go and let God. You don't hear people say that much now, no, you know, but let go and let God. Amen. And that's what you have to do. You have to let go of your own self, your own desires, and let God just take over. Let God just do what he wants to do. Amen. So verse 13 says, for I can do Everything through Christ who gives me the strength. Even so you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. As you know. Now notice what he's saying, share with me in my present difficulty. As you know, you Philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help. So we understand what he talked about. He talked about money. He talking about prayers. <laughs> We talking about some substance. <laughs> A lot of people say, "You know, I will pray for you." Okay, but I'm gonna tell you what get God what opens the door into what we were talking about here in 19 is substance. Are you with me? And somebody, somebody would write or say, "Only thing they talk about is is money." No, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about you getting blessed people misunderstand. See, what opens the door for blessing? If you don't believe that, just read Malachi. If you stop robbing God and you pay your tithes and give offerings, he said he would open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessing that you would not have room enough to receive. So we're talking about being blessed by God. Yeah, amen. So he says now, uh when I first brought you to, to uh you the good news, and then travel on from Macedonia. No other church did this. He said, "No, no other church. Anybody else send me any financial aid? But you. Are y'all with me? Y'all reading this with me? Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help from. Uh, sent help more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you." Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. Right. So you got you got to understand what this is all about. <clears throat> I told y'all. I think it was last week when, you know, uh, you know about a Holy Ghost handshake. Yeah, that opens the door for you. I don't talk about that because I want a gift because I'm trying to get something. No, this is for you. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. He says, at the moment, I have all I need and more. I'm generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with with, uh, Epaphroditus. They are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. Notice what he says. Your gifts are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. And then he says, and this same God... Who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Are you with me? Let me, I'll uh, read another. Uh, the um, contemporary English version says, "I pray that God will take care of all your needs." with the wonderful blessings that come from Christ Jesus. God's word says this, my God will richly fill your every need in a glorious way through Christ Jesus. So as a kingdom citizen then, now let me just say this, because according to 1 Timothy, 6, chapter, verse 12. God tells us to do what? Fight the good fight of faith. And do what? And lay hold on eternal life. Take eternal life. Fight the good fight of what? Fight the good fight of faith. Because Satan doesn't want you to be blessed. He doesn't want blessings to come your way. Are you with me? He doesn't want blessings to come your way. So you're going to have to fight a mindset that he might give you. They don't need this money. They got plenty. Paul said, Paul said, Hey, I don't have, I don't have need for anything, but it wasn't about him. It was about the people who was providing him. They were opening a door for themselves. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. So a lot of people can't believe this. Yes. Now, of course, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And if you act on this and, and, in and and, 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 and as Malachi says, prove me in this. Are you with me? And see if I will not, God says, open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. Are you with me? Third chapter, Malachi. Are you with me? So here then, we understand 1 Timothy 6 chapter, verse 12 says, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on. Let me just look at that. Y'all turn to it? Is it up up on the screen? So, verse 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. Now, you know, the Lord showed me something when I was reading this to you all last week, I think it was, when he said, To which you were also called. So we were called into this life that Jesus said he came for us to have according to John, the 10th chapter, verse 10. I came that you may have life and have life more abundantly. in. Some, some, uh, I think the, uh, the amplifier says that you may enjoy. I want you to enjoy this life. So it's just not any kind of life that you're going to have. It's going to be an enjoyable life. Are you with me? And if we're not enjoying life, we need to find out what's wrong. What is preventing us? Because the good fight that we are fighting is so that we can have. You may have to fight through some things if you're not enjoying life right now, that means that something is coming against you to take away your faith in what God has said so that you won't enjoy life. You should be, all of us should be enjoying life. I don't care what your age is. (laughs) Okay, because some people say, well, you know, I'm getting old now. No, I ain't going to never say that. Mm -mm. No, I ain't never saying that. I am going to confess God's word that my youth is renewed like the eagles. I'll run and not be weary and I'll walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yeah. Now you got to confess that, you understand. Keep your bones, you know, and things, you know, all that. I don't care what your body, I don't care what your body tries to do or act like. We walk by faith and not by sight. You tell your body to line up with the word of God that you're declaring. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back over here. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Now, why am I going here? It's because all of the promises of God you're going to have to lay hold on. They're not coming automatically. Although I am a kingdom citizenship, we said this before, you understand, as a citizen of the United States of America, there are a lot of things that you don't even, you, you, you haven't even, it haven't even come to my your mind, you're not privy of, that is available to you because you haven't researched it. People who are born here probably get less than people who come here because they have to study And then they are told the things, the benefits of being a citizen of the United States of America. Nobody told us if you're born here. So we don't even assume that we know. We just kind of live when we really should, should do some research and find out, okay, what benefits as a citizen do I really have? And that's what God expects for us to do. See, a lot of people, they just, I'm born again without researching what are my benefits of being born again what benefits do I have and then understand that the benefits don't come automatically you you have to go after them this is what 1 Timothy 6.12 is saying to us fight the good fight of faith lay hold on take eternal life take those things that pertain to the life that Jesus said that he came here to give you are you with me? And so, one way of taking hold of the riches of God that are available to you is through giving. Oh, come on, y'all. This is what Paul is talking to right, right here about. He's saying, Because you have supplied me. And, and, he's, and, and actually, he said, I don't even need this. But this, this gift is not for me. It's for your reward. Yeah. So what's he telling us here? If I'm going to lay hold on the riches of God that's available to me, I'm going to have to bring gifts and give gifts to somebody else. Are you with me? Now I qualify. Right. I'm qualifying myself. To receive from God out of His riches in glory. Right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you. Are you all hearing yeah. me? Yeah. See, a lot of us want things, but we're not we're not laying hold on it the way that God expects for us to lay hold on. them. And I'm not asking you for anything. I don't have to ask you for nothing. I'm not asking you. I'm, I'm just like Paul. I'm well supplied. Amen. I'm well supplied, but. If you if you want something, you need something, then you're gonna have to act on God's word. Faith is acting on the word of God, believing what God has said. Okay? Having confidence that God himself, through his through what he said in his word, will perform what he said. Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you are in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org.